Hello, and welcome to the American Age podcast. This is your host, C. Travis Webb. I'm editor of the American Age. On today's podcast, you're going to notice that the sound quality isn't quite up to our usual standards. We had some technical difficulties on today's podcast that meant we had to rely on our backup Skype recording. So we apologize for that error, and we hope to next week return to our usual technological form. Thank you very much for listening. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age Podcast. This is your host, C. Travis Webb, editor of the American Age, and I am speaking to you from pretty warm and sunny Southern California. Hi, this is Stephen G. Fullwood. I'm the co-founder of the Nomadic Archivist Project, and I'm coming to you from Enceladus, which is a moon of, you tell me, is it Saturn or is it Jupiter? I think it's Saturn. And... Um, yeah, so I'm here. There'll be a bit of delay today. So. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah, they've got to broadcast a signal. Yeah. I am Seth Rodney. I'm a senior editor at the Hyperallergic Online Art Magazine, and I'm a decent human being. I'm coming to you from this. Aww. You're a decent human being. Aww. You are a decent human being. <laughs> it's one of those things where we're supposed to call you that. I don't know if you're supposed to call you that. <laughs> I'm the king and queen. Well, we'll call you the king and queen. We'll, <laughs> we'll call you decent. Yeah, wait, That's wait, a funny wait. thing. Interesting enough that we st- we're talking about, you know, labels. I love yeah, it. So, yeah. yeah. We're descriptors, uh, to, so. To remind our listeners that we practice a form of what we like to call intellectual intimacy, which is giving each other the space and time to figure out things out loud and together. And today we are continuing our conversation on the pronoun they. Obviously, the topic opens up quite a bit. Um, and uh, Stephen's going to take the lead on today's uh, discussion. We're going to talk about sort of other terms and other ways of dealing with what many people feel is a non-binary world. Mm. Um, so take it away. Wow, let's Fol- take it away. Okay. Enceladus, Enceladus, here we are. So there I'm, I, went on, I was interested in finding out how some people were using um, the various gender expressions um, that we have now. And so I did a little researching and I came up with a list of about 13, the way our identity our identity, how we feel about it in relationship to being male and female, and the different terms, descriptors, and labels for different types of gender identities. And so I kind of want to say the name of it and then have you guys kind of think about it. I mean, you know, what's your first sort of response to it? Mm-hmm. Then, sure. And then tell you what the description says, because I still think this stuff is still de- highly dependent upon the person who decides to use it. So, mm-hmm. for example, agender. What do you guys think? Agender as in a, a single word? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like non-gender. Right. Um, and this would be used to refer, I don't mean to be club-footed about it, but I mean, so we're like this would be how we would refer to people in gender in general? Well, okay, hold that. Seth? I, the, my first thought was, shouldn't it be agendered? I mean, I, 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 it's... Like a description. Right, adjective as opposed to... So, not a gender. I get what we're doing now. So this would be not... I would read that as not a gender. Right, not gendered. Yeah. Right. Not having a gender. Yeah, okay. I want want the word to be agendered. (laughs) (laughs) That's an editor, folks. Uh, Not having a gender (laughs) identifying with a gender. They may describe themselves as being gender neutral or genderless. So you guys were on... Okay. With okay. that. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Okay, our next now one. I get the game. Do I have to give yeah. it in the in the form of a question? <laughs> I think you do. What is? <laughs> but then you'd have to. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> so here's here's one that I thought was sort of interesting. Um, by gender. Huh. So I would assume both genders. By gender. Huh. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, I no, I'm not really getting a read on that at all. I don't. Know. What is both genders? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're very close. A person who fluctuates between traditionally male and female gender-based behaviors and identities. Oh. So it's right. So it's yeah. how you feel that day. Oh, yeah. How you okay. feel that day? Right. Um, we all know this one, but say it anyway. Cisgender. Right. That's the gender that you have at birth. That yeah. generally. Co- What's the word? Correlates, Correlates. With, the, with the sort of binary uh, designation. Whatever, yeah, is culturally appropriate to identify. Yes, yeah, so the person who's gender identity and biological sex assigned at birth are the same thing. Yeah. There we go. Um, gender expression. Hmm. Um, this is easy. Yeah, yeah, I guess just, well, now you're going to make me feel bad if I get it wrong. <laughs> What is? <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first if, it's, if that's cool. Um, okay. I, I think it's gender expression are basically the individual um, what's it, behaviors and modes of dress that indicate what gender that person identifies with. Very good. It is yeah, how good. one just chooses to express their gender. So. It's very external. It's very external. It's how they act, how they dress, and how it's measured on a scale of masculinity and femininity. Which is okay. a gender fluid. I would say probably close to bigender, right? So slightly different. Slightly mm. different. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the distinction? Yeah. The distinction is a mix of a boy and girl versus the fluctuation of those two sort of poles. Okay. But so, so I feel like I, that's not a good term for that. Right. What, 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 <laughs> but I like the fluidity that the fluidity gender fluid should be by gender and yeah, by gender should flipping. be right can you can okay. you get contact these folks and let them know that they're using it wrong <laughs> oh no there's another term so I, mean, so <laughs> I agree with you it should be um, the opposite um let's see gender queer hmm i actually do oh. know this one you do know i do not know oh okay. um yeah, I don't know. I guess just your yeah. I mean, I guess just that your your gender is askew, like in kind of atypical. Mm. Here is let's see a gender identity label often used by people who do not identify with being a man or a woman, or as an umbrella term for many gender nonconforming or non-binary identities. Okay, so it's a catch-all term and i saw i only see gender queer generally in activist communities and the academy i'm only seeing it in those two places i'm not really okay. seeing it as having a lot of currency just among regular folk but that's kind of how stuff is anyway right sure yeah, um, yeah. Hmm. uh intersex okay so that means that you have um it's less about gender expression and it's more about the individual's sense of them being well okay now i'm uh, now i'm not sure i i don't have one for this because i've heard it used in a lot of different ways so Me I, too. Actually, Me too. I, I actually don't know what 
the accepted yeah. definition is. Well, so if you were in the neighborhood, but you decided to just drive your car to another neighborhood or just simply stop <laughs> the corner, <laughs> and it's a person born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of male or female. Okay. So, right. so I thought it was biological, right. Yeah. Then, for example, a person might be born appearing to be female on the outside. So we're talking about the expression. And then, but mostly having male typical anatomy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Gender variant. Hmm. I like this one. This is fun. Wow. How is this different from gender fluid or gender by gender? I wonder. You'll find out. They have like one aspect or an aspect that uh, puts them. Uh, out of the cisgender category? I don't know. So here it is, um, the way it's described here, and I think I've heard it described in other ways. Someone who is either by nature or by choice does not conform to gender-based expectations of society. Hmm. So this feels like it's both a an expression, a direct expression, and also the way someone sees you. Mm. Mm, okay, all right. That's what I'm thinking, but I'm, you know, I've never met anyone I think is gender variant. But I've heard people tell me, you know, I go by her or I go by them or I don't, I'm non-gender conforming, you know, what you just called me doesn't, is not what I respond to. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, gender variant kind of feels like the Vulcan approach to the gender identity. So uh, like, I, I am gender variant. <laughs> I am gender variant. You got the V? You sure? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Why, why Vulcan? Because it, se- it seems very rational. Like, uh, it's, a, it's a very, like, sort of... Uh, okay. Coldly identifying with uh, with gender fluidity. Okay. Okay. This one's interesting. Um, MX period. So I'm not sure how that's pronounced. M capital M lowercase X period. Mm, wow. Oh, they just gave me the pronunciation. I'm stupid. Pronounced mix. Mix. M I K S. It's not. It's neither Mister nor Miss or Mrs. That would be my guess. Right. Yeah. The kind guess. of salutation, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, gender. It's gender neutral. And you gender know, neutral. often the option for folks who do not identify as cisgender. Right. Do you have you ever used MX mix? Me for me? Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I've only so because as an um, archivist, when we processed Malcolm X's papers, mm-hmm. we used MX as an abbreviation when we were processing uh, the papers. Uh, so that's when I see that, that's all I think uh, about. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never used, I just use, I, I think in recent years, I've stopped using, not really stopped using, but I just go Mr. I mean, identify I'm a cisgender queer man. And your emails, you say that. I mean, you actually you close your email with the pronouns. In your sign-off, so what do I say? He, he, him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I, I think I told in a couple podcasts before episodes that the first time I was at Brown yeah. University giving a talk, that's when I first uh-huh. heard it. And yeah. I just want to make it easier for people to, you know. Sure, <laughs> but thank you for that because I forgot to put that in my signature. I was like, really? So, do I, that? so, so my thing is again a little picky you and porno grammar here. Um, why him? Like, if you say he, I think I get the rest of it. Like, why he, him, his? Like, you know right, what I'm but, but you get the rest of it. Maybe uh, someone else wouldn't. And okay. I've yet to see she, her, hers. She, she, her, hers. Is that it? 
I think so. It's it's it's, it's the nominative. Yeah, and it's the objective, and, and then the it's the possessive. Or whatever. Yeah. So it would. Yeah, it would only be weird if. Yeah, objective, accusative. There goes the, the the. That's not how we call it in English. But if hmm. it would be weird if you said he hers, like right, that right. would require yeah, some kind of right. calling out. But right. he <laughs> him is just like a grammar exercise. Right. Like, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but, well, here's my question then. I, do you guys have you ever seen any variant on that? Because now I have to ask my friends: Have they them themselves identify that way, or have they seen it before? Because I've only see she, yeah. her, hers. Right. That's it's like it. I know how to decline the pronoun. We're good. So right. <laughs> he is enough. Right, right. Exactly. All you, that's all you have to do. Yeah, right. you can right. offload the other work to right. grammar right. school. It's all right. right. Exactly. Why the third category, though? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I wonder when they were conceiving that they, what they were thinking. Oh, right. that's awesome. That's a great question. I'm going to have to figure that out. Okay, so this is third gender. Third gender. Third gender. God damn. Wow. Uh, yes. I would yes. guess just a gender that is neither male nor female. Seth? I, I have no idea. Nope. Travis, you nailed it. A term for a person who, has, who doesn't either identify with either man or woman, but identifies with another gender. And this gender category is used by societies that recognize three or more genders. Um, both contemporary and historic, and is also a conceptual term meaning different things to different people who use it. So, mm-hmm. I've heard, haven't heard anyone use third gender. I've heard people use two spirit and and other variations mm-hmm. on it. I guess mm-hmm. I have to say, of all the ones on the list so far, I like that one the most so far. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like. I mean, I understand that these are just referring it? to discrete things. I don't know. I always something about third because I mm-hmm. I always feel like third because of the, the binary nature of of most things, I feel like as soon as you say third, it invokes an imaginative response. Mm. Um, and so, you know, you think about like a flat two dimensional world. Oh, a third dimension. You know, sort of like what's the third dimension? I I don't know. Third oh, to me okay. provokes a kind of imaginative response to a binary. So I like that too. I do. Yeah. I do. I think like I it, think third adds color. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, that's exactly I, right. Yeah, I like the space that it offers because, mm-hmm. because yeah. So yeah, I like to imagine it. That's very dope. I appreciate that. This one we all should know: transgender. Of course, that is a person who identifies. Or used to at one point was uh, typically identified with the cisgender role, but has transitioned to mm-hmm. another gender and has taken on the gender expression of that new right. gender and, and wants to ident- be identified as such. Now, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a question. So does transgender also encompass the category of people that undergo sex change operations, or is that a separate category? I think that you can be a transgender person without a sexual, assi- a, a different sexual assignment. Of course, because it's massively expensive. So, I mean, right. A, a would and be also, one you have to have therapy for it for a number of years, and right. you have to really okay. kind of, yeah, so yeah. So, so it's just no. a subset. So surgery is just a subset yes. of transgender. Okay. Absolutely. Um, a person who lives as a member of a gender other than expected based on sex assigned at birth. So mm. the framing that's pretty interesting because it almost leaves a person who trans, trans, um, tra- tra- trans, so they were, and they change from one gender to another as if, see, a person, li- they live as this, but based in 
based on the sex assigned at birth. So they're bringing in society the way this person was born. Mm-hmm. He or she was born and then they decide. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so, and so all these things could be mixed together. Not all of them, but quite a few of these could be a transgender person who's a third gender. <laughs> um, but anyway. another, another thing that they're doing with the definition in that is they're making it entirely, and I, this isn't a criticism, it's an observation of the framing. Mm-hmm. I think it works. They're making it volitional from beginning to end. So the gender that they're assigned at birth. So assigning right. something is a subjective activity right so you uh-huh. can assign that that's that's a volitional mm-hmm. act it's not it's not surrendering to biological determinism even oh, in even in the definition I which i actually which I actually appreciate in, in this in this context so i think mm-hmm. it um it, it works so so i want to say something too about trans i was i was just thinking about this yesterday it mm-hmm. sounds to me and I have no sort of historical research to back this up, but it sounds to me like it's the replacement for tranny. Like at some point, mm. the culture was very comfortable with using the term tranny to talk about either a woman transitioning to a man or a man transitioning to a woman, or or it has replaced transsexual. Because you remember Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. Like, you know, Transylvania, transsexual, la la la, um, part of the song. So I'm wondering if that's just a kind of like it's a it's like the trans community's version of. Um, this is a crude analogy, but trans community's version of African American, right? So it used to be Afro American, used to be Black American, la la. But they, it's basically what I'm suggesting is that it's a neologism that's been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's been uh, repurposed to something right. more positive. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, and yeah. I also think it's an in cultural thing. So it's in the culture. If you're in the culture, you might be inclined to call someone that tranny this or tranny that. But outside the culture, it's an offensive thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're also talking about the culture itself that's now recognizing a person who's transgender, the official term. Because I'm looking here and it says at first it was transvestite or transgender person, but these were different things. Altogether, right? Together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could dress up as a transvestite mm-hmm. and just and still identify as a male, you know, right. that kind of thing. Precisely. And so, yeah, and so I, th- I actually thought you were going somewhere else with the word trans, um, Seth. So, like, what? like, because like, for some, well, I was thinking about traveling, and I was thinking about in in progress. Mm-hmm. Tran- and so I was thinking about that and I was like, well, mm-hmm. I've got to do a little thinking about it because it wasn't a full thought, but it was like, is he going where I think he's going? Because I want to know more about that. <laughs> so I'm going to think about it more. And will other names come, right? That, you know, people feel like, well, this might work or doesn't work. So I have to ask a couple of my um, transgender activist friends and what they think. So I have to say of that list, the ones I... I definitely vibe with the most uh, third gender. I'm not crazy about gender variant, and I'm not crazy about... There was another one... I like gender fluid, but there was another one that could be kind of... Bi-gender, bi I'm not... Yeah! Really. I'm, oh, really, right. I'm really w- weirded out by bi-gender and by um, um, uh, the other one. Um, uh, uh, gender fluid? Gender variant. Gender variant. variant. Yeah. So hold hold your um hold your disturb <laughs> your disturb disturb because <laughs> there are two more to go. Okay. Because right. <laughs> I want to see if they fit in how they fit in with you guys. Cool. So two cool. two spirit. Oh, I love that. 
Two Spirit? Yeah, that, oh, that's that's great. You, you know heard, this one? I, I don't know this one. I haven't heard this. Really? Oh, it's, no. I think it's I think it's this, so it comes from the history of indigenous folks. Oh, in the another context, yes, but I yeah. haven't. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Native yeah. Native American. Yeah, you yeah. know this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this has been. I didn't. Ha- I had no idea this was uh, was was uh, used by the trans community at all. I didn't know that this was. Or not trans, but you know, it's I don't even know how to like gender fluid community. Gender, but even then, gender nonconforming. No gender expression. That Stephen's got it because that that. So this is where, and I get, and I don't want to derail, but just to say, like, Mm -hmm. I get, like, just in that moment, just then, like, we're here, I'm talking amongst friends, but even in that moment, you don't want to say the wrong thing, and so Mm -hmm. immediately that makes you uncomfortable. So I get, Mm -hmm. right, if you're not comfortable being uncomfortable mm-hmm. or if you're around people that whose spears are out or whose guns are out mm-hmm. to to like take you down for not saying the right thing like i get where all this anxiety and animosity comes from exactly. because like it, i mean there's just a very innocent moment amongst us but but i understand like going through this list like there is a term an umbrella term for referring to what we're doing so gender expression is that mm-hmm. is that what you're saying so yeah. that so a type of gender expression, I wouldn't have known that, but I definitely wouldn't have wanted to get it wrong, right? Certainly, even with friends, and take that into another context where you're with people that are, like, looking for what you say to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, That's anxiety-provoking. Or even not necessarily you saying something wrong, but just that folks are trying to understand and have a conversation. Do you know what I mean? So it may not be, there may not be an aggressive part of it just that people are trying yeah, to true. exist. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I yeah, just wanted to true. add that dimension to it because I love the idea of being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. if, but it was almost like with Naomi Wolf's book where she got the whole thing, the premise of her Ooh, book yeah. entirely wrong. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. And the BBC writer was like, well, yeah. no, this actually means this. And then yeah. so mm-hmm. I was like, after all the editors and after all the copywriters and no one picked this up, no one did this. Oh, and I was like, God. I hope that she would have the intellectual um, honesty to say, you know what? I got it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The book still came out. I didn't pick it up, but I saw it in um, Strand um, a couple months ago. But I was like, wouldn't you want in to the, be the bigger person when you the want to be? No, this is right on, on top as new releases. Yeah. I don't know how it charted, but I think that she has since gone on I mean, early on after, the, after this interview and said, you know, I was wrong. Oh, good. Yeah, that's what I read. And I also read that the publisher just did the one printing and cut them off early, like didn't do a full print run. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, cut your losses. Yeah, yeah. That's the time to pull the plug. You're like, uh. And what really dope is, I mean, it could be an article or or maybe even more an entire book, how she got it wrong. And Mm -hmm. that would be her book. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, for me anyway. So yeah, I, yeah, 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 I, I agree. I, I think not, we don't do this enough in our culture. Is is we don't talk about how failure is instructive. Failure is instructive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, but if it's if it if it if it um, rips at the ego that we should have gotten it right the first time, and we're still like in that space where yeah. we're replaying it, we're not learning any lessons. We're just like I was stupid, and I was dumb, and I got a bad grade, or I did this wrong. So. I think then we can't really move on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a, I think I might share it with you guys. It's called my, um, the failure project. And I just write down all the things I think I failed at in my life. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to a couple of friends of mine, a couple of friends with dark senses of humor and they loved it. And Mingus cried a bit, <laughs> but I loved it because I was like, 
I, it was airing out some of that noise for me. I could see that being very powerful, actually. Yeah. You know? And I was like, and then because I didn't start, I just didn't stay in the realm of what, you know, oh, I didn't pass my driver's test or something like that. I was just like things I think that really held a lot of um, meaning for me at that point that I think I failed at. I really, really love that piece. I think I might turn it into something bigger because yeah. it really helped, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah, my friends were like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, oh, come on, this is fun. So anyway, one more, <laughs> one more term before we get right. totally off the project. Z and her, H-I-R. Z-E, and then the second word is her. They're two different words. Z-E, Z, and her, H-I-R. Mm-hmm. Wow, I have no, I, it sounds South African to me. It kind of does, right? Yeah, yeah I know yeah. what you mean. Oh, it sounds actually maybe German. You wouldn't, um, Travis, you would know this. It, yeah, it does sound well. Well, I think it's just the pronoun for like uh, on both gen or a gender fluid person. Mm, yeah, like so that you can't identify you know, someone that you couldn't uh, clearly identify or uh, wanted to be not labeled as either gender. Mm-hmm. These are additional pronouns. Yeah. Gen- yes. Pronounce Z and here. Sorry, not ha- her. It's here. Yeah. They replace he for sh- and she and his and hers respectively. So that's Z and here. Alternatively, some people who are not comfortable uh, do not embrace he or she. They use a plural pronoun they or their as a gender neutral singular pronoun, which a lot of people don't like. But I don't, I don't call, I'll call you what you call you. <laughs> yeah, that's my feeling about it too. Like if someone said, Hey, I want you to refer to me as uh, here. Or I, I would do my best to do that. I might trip over right. it. You know, I might not be very uh, smooth with it. But, but th- this, I had said in the last podcast, one of the reasons that we did this, um, this exercise specifically, but coming out of the conversation we had in New York, was wow. really helpful for me because I, you know, I, I can be. Um, a little stiff and rigid around like, you know, how people conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't mean in how they're allowed to conduct themselves, but I mean around, you know, grammatically speak in full sentences, things like that. Right. And so I get a little uppity around mm-hmm. Um, what I would have prior to that conversation called irresponsible play with the language. I, I would no longer call it that. But what Stephen had pointed out in the conversation is, one, he pointed out that that was probably some just discomfort on, on my side being a hetero male, which I think is absolutely 100% correct. Um, because of what we sort of talked about in the last podcast about sort of us kind of all having to pay our all hetero men and I guess ultimately the entire culture having to pay its dues to this overly rigid form of masculinity. And so I definitely still struggle with that. Um, Even though it's something I've worked on for many, many years, it still trips me up. So I definitely think that's an aspect of it. But then the other thing that that Stephen pointed out is this is how culture makes new things. It throws Mm -hmm. a bunch at the wall. It just like throw a bunch at the wall and see what sticks, right? Like what what has meaning. Yeah. What, what's going to catch what's going to, and it reminds me of sort of like improv, improv, improvisational jazz, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're kind of, they're, they're playing around, they're playing around and then they hit on something. They hit on a riff, they hit on a, a a line that everyone kind of jives with and they take it away somewhere. And 
So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm very open to this idea post that our conversation, Stephen, Seth was there obviously too, that that's kind of the moment we're living in right now. There are such a myriad of ways that mm-hmm. um, millions of people deal with their gender and sex. Mm-hmm. And the culture has just recently become, in certain strongholds, has just recently become cosmopolitan enough to deal with it in an open and honest way. I agree. Um, with that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I oh, find part of the, the culture. Yeah, no, I said str- <laughs> that's why I said strongholds, right? I mean, yeah. you, like it's yeah. not everywhere for sure. There's mm-hmm. the Bible Belt is is waging a vigorous defense of this other idea of masculinity and whiteness. And, it, but, and within that Bible Belt, there is still like diversity. Absolutely, right? which I love because I think that this is largely what bothers me about how we even like think about who's going to vote and and what, you know, communities are going to do what. And it's like, there's all this complexity in there that is just flattened out in the news. Mm -hmm. You know, let's go find some people who are black who voted for Trump. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Uh, No, it's not. I have to say say that, well, actually, I don't have to say that because we're still (laughs) talking about gender. But okay, so let's let's review. Of all the terms, I definitely like two-spirit and mm-hmm. um, third gender the most. They, they seem the most sort of like imaginative and colorful and, and mm-hmm. really give a space for being. The other terms generally feel, there's a particular word I want to use here, bureaucratic. Yeah, they mm-hmm. generally feel bureaucratic to mm-hmm. me. The ones mm-hmm. they definitely don't like are gender variant and... Um, mm-hmm by gender because they just, they sound like they kind of just overlap and don't do any really useful work for mm. me. That's interesting. Cause I was going to ask you mm. to, and I mean, it may, we may not be able to do it in this podcast, but for you, I'll send you the list and the exercise would be around, can you see a use for it that you mm. may not, but can you see someone else have that use for it? Cause I, I kind of alluded to this earlier where mm. a lot of these terms do overlap. But you may be a gender, you might be a transgender person who gender expression, I mean, you can mix them together. I, I can't do it at the moment because I need to do the math when I'm thinking am, um, about myself, but yeah. I am with Seth on those two. The only other two that I would add is gender expression is a useful term now because mm-hmm. now I know that that is an umbrella term for referring to all of these things, which will be very handy. It's a handy term. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that I actually liked because of its definition was transgender, what we talked about, because the volitional nature of mm. what a transgender is. Like, mm. I mean, you're literally talking about someone who is doing like who's lifting who's atlas they're lifting the world on their shoulder uh-huh. to try and cha- to, to change something that is that i mean it's it's almost like the most primal act of will that in naming yourself i mean seth you essentially named yourself i mean this yeah. is something you did to, to claim who you were and i would see being transgender as maybe even a more primal uh, 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 elemental. I don't mean primal. A more elemental form okay. of of doing that. So yes. I, that that would be another term that I that I appreciated. I like that's, that. That's smart. I like all of them because of how because I feel like people can different people might have uses for them to maybe mm-hmm. move on to something. Earlier when you were talking about throwing everything against the wall, the improvisational nature of jazz, this kind of thing. I love that, and I don't need a one term. Mm-hmm. I need to be in a culture where terms work for people that they're not oppressive 
but that they are they actually match the imagination and the imaginative po- possibilities of what we could be. So, uh, Stephen, uh, I appreciated the 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 conclusion about that. Do you want to actually close this out? So, I mean, you know, you know, this is uh, this is your suggestion, and it was actually a very fruitful conversation for me. So. Oh, me too, as well. I love hearing you guys talk about it and just discussing it. There are things I didn't know, some of these terms I didn't know, but I guess what? It's funny because I'm starting to feel like it's an after-school special. I was like, (laughs) everyone, just go out and learn as much as you can about gender expression because... Your expression is not the only expression, you know, right, so right, I'll, right. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay, that's actually great. That's a great close. So thanks very much for the conversation, and I'll right. speak to you guys next week. Right. Thank All you. Right. Bye. 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 Bye.